You are now entering a safe place. A place for your imagination to run wild. A place where you can manifest anything your heart desires. My name is Madeline, and welcome back to the Divine Visionary Podcast. So before I get into this episode, I really want to just share my gratitude I have for everyone listening right now, all of the people I met this weekend, and everyone who had given me their feedback and their support on this. I love you guys so much. You guys have a special place in my heart, and I'll never forget the experiences I had. So, in this episode, I really want to talk about manifestation, and I'm sure 90% of you guys have heard of manifestation, and you guys probably manifest things, and you might have had experiences where you're like, wow, I manifested that in my life, but what did it take to get to that? What did it take to get to the point where everything starts aligning? How long did it take? Why did you have to go through the things that you went through to get to this point? And that was a question I kept asking myself when I was manifesting. What am I doing wrong? Why haven't I had these things come into my life? So I've probably been manifesting for a good three to five years, somewhere along those lines, 16, 17, 18. And I remember when I first started learning about it, I would manifest everything and anything. I would just write down every little thing I want. One time I won this gym say, it was super cool. Honestly, I spent like $400 on some gym clothes for Black Friday. And I ended up getting all my money back because they picked me for the giveaway. And that was my first time really like, wow, I manifested that, like that was me. But that was a quick one. That one just kind of happened, it came and it went. But over the course of a few years, I've had some really big manifestations I've been trying to align my life with. The biggest one for me is my friendships and my business. I have been wanting an amazing group of girls, people who really understand me, people who are vibrating on the same level as me and want more for themselves. And... I remember crying so many times and so many moments where I was just like, I'm putting in the work and nothing's happening. And I was just, why Why do people not like me? Like, what is going on? Where are these people that I want? And it wasn't until this past weekend I realized why my manifestations could not come true until this past few weeks that I had a blockage inside of me that didn't allow people on my energy level to come in. I had to release these self-put limitations and dive all in. If I was gonna do it, I'm doing it. I couldn't half-ass my manifestations. That's not how energy works. You attract what you are. And I kept attracting these people who were toxic, these people who were negative these sad people in my life and I have since cut all of those people out I have stopped giving my energy into situations that make me feel negative I've stopped living life in a constant when is this going to happen to me like why is this not here and I've stopped playing the victim and I've started working towards what I want I've started saying fuck it like let's just I want to do this we're going to do it let's let's just go all in let's let's go and it was in the moment where I fully decided that I was letting go of everything that didn't align with me that these things started to come into my life so I have always wanted to live alone I've always wanted to have like a sanctuary a super cute little place a nice apartment or a home or whatever it may look like I would dream about it, I would write about it, I would just, every day I was thinking like, I was not happy where I am, and I was just trying to envision where I wanted to be, and when I broke up with my ex, I saw it as an opportunity to give myself what I've wanted, 
and I had no idea how the fuck I was gonna get it. Honestly, I did not have the income, I did not have the, I mean, I had the credit, but I didn't have the resources to make this happen. <clears throat> and the places I really wanted to live, they were all booked out. Like, there was no availability for an apartment, there was nothing. I did not want a roommate, I was not gonna settle. And I had so many opportunities presented to me to change my course. And I almost took them. I had the chance to stay at my mom's house and people who were gonna go to Thailand and I was offered the experience to go with them for 30 days. I was offered to live at my best friend's house in Orlando and be with the people I was making friends with. And I chose the hardest thing I could ever do, which is find a place that I really like and figure out a way to get into it. And every night I would just think, I'd be like, I know what I'm looking for. I've always wanted a bougie-ass kitchen with these granite countertops, and I was on the hunt for it. I was on the hunt for the things that I wanted, and I didn't settle. I almost settled. There was one apartment, it was like $500 cheaper than the one I'm in, and the availability was perfect. I had a little backyard, but it wasn't, it wasn't cute, it wasn't modern, it wasn't updated, and I was like, I could go with this option, but it's not what I want. And by some miracle, the apartment I was in now, I called them up on a Monday morning, I was like, hey... I want to come tour the property. I'm looking for a one bedroom. And they were like, we don't have any one bedrooms. We probably will never have any one bedrooms. There is a waiting list. I was like, that's okay. Can I come tour the property anyways? And the moment I stepped into the lobby, they were like, well, a one bedroom just came available. The people are moving into a two bedroom. It's not even posted yet. They just called 10 minutes ago. If they follow through with it, the apartment is yours. And I moved in December 28th. Honestly, it was very hard because I was like, I'm living alone. I don't know anyone in my apartment. I don't have any friends around me. But I'm where I want to be. Like, it, it aligned. So I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be, right? Like, but I didn't, I didn't feel like this is where I was supposed to be. Somehow everything happened in my favor. Like, this, is, this happened to me. And it still doesn't feel right. And I kept doubting, like, is this where I'm supposed to be? Did I make the wrong decision? I'm now paying $1,800 a month for this apartment, and I feel worse than I did before. Maybe I should have gone and lived with my best friend. And I just, it was hard. It was very hard because I could see it was something that was supposed to be for me, but I didn't know how. I had absolutely no idea how this was supposed to be for me when I was feeling the lowest I've ever felt. And then I started making friends. I mean, I would go out to Orlando with the one friend I had and she slowly introduced me to her friends and those friends became my friends. But like it was aligning, like I was making friends but I still felt like I didn't have what I was looking for. I still felt so lost, like these people don't like me, that they're not my people. And I eventually shifted it. I shifted my manifestations and I changed it from I want friends to I want friends who align deeply with me. I want friends that are as deep as I am, who, has, who are as emotional as I am. And I just... I was like, these are people that are coming into my life for a reason, and I don't know why. They might not even be here for a reason. They might be distractions. But I kept watering these friendships. I kept nurturing these friendships. And as the months went on, I started hanging out with them more. I started introducing more people into my life. And slowly but surely, these friendships grew into something more. And the things that I wanted, I realized that they also wanted. I remember I was on the phone one day, 
was when I was having a really hard time and this girl called me and she was like, hey, like, do you want to live with me and my roommate? Like, we're moving into a new place, like, in May. Like, there's complete opportunity for you to live with us. And I was like, wow, okay. Well, maybe I'm not supposed to be in my apartment. Maybe I'm not. So I was like, okay, well, let me just dive deeper into this. Like, let's see where this leads. And there's just, I started recognizing things. Like, there was more opportunities. These things started manifesting. The things that I wanted started manifesting. I was like, maybe I'd have a backyard for Charles. Maybe I'd have a really good girlfriend. But I didn't really know. I was so unsure. I was just so uncertain of everything. And I just, I wasn't making any moves. I was just seeing what I had, but just not doing anything with it. And then what really started to change when I started learning about manifestation at the level I'm at. So I was like, I know I'm manifesting the life that I want and I see things here, but how do I know which thing is for me and what is not? Like there's so many things in my life now and I just, I didn't know where to go with them. And it all became so clear to me over this past weekend. There was a term I was using the entire weekend follow the vibes the vibes will never lead you in the wrong directions so if you guys ever feel like you're lost or you're confused or you don't have like you have something but you don't have it just sit with yourself and ask where are you being led and I wasn't supposed to go to this festival this past weekend I was originally supposed to go with two people who were not my people, if I'm honest. I thought they were. It was a big distraction. And it it led me down a path of where I felt used. And I felt angry at myself for allowing myself to go do the things I did. And I was just so upset. But I was like, uh, well, now I am kind of interested in Oki. Like, I, I told people I was going. I was supposed to go. Like, let's see if we can make this happen. And everything just started to align. Like, I had a ticket, but I didn't have anything to camp with. I had no one to go with. So I was like, okay, I'll go alone. Out of the blue, someone's like, come with me. I have a group of, like, 15 people. So then I started inviting people to join me. And then all of a sudden, we had a group of like 25 people that I was a part of that I was going in and out of and meeting up with and planning to meet up with so I set the intention for the trip of the trip is not for the music I'm not here for the music I'm here for the journey I'm here for the people I'm about to meet and I had been sent a video a tarot reading actually by my best friend and this tarot reading is always super accurate so if you guys like guys if you like listen to things like that if you guys like to like look for signs and like hear things like believe them if you're saying like if someone's telling you that this is gonna happen to you and you resonate with it like look for it change your way of being to make it happen so in this tarot reading, it kept telling me that there was an enemy or an old friend that will soon be one of your best partners. It's going to be a business partner. It's going to be adventures with you guys. You guys are going to grow together. And I had no idea what that meant, but I was like, okay, look for it. And then it kept talking about March is the month of growth. Every single person in the month of March is growing it's going to completely change your your entire life so anything that happens in this month if there's something you like that's going on or you have this opportunity or you want this opportunity make that move soon do not doubt yourself do not set these limitations in yourself but in this tarot reading another thing that came up was business like this was an amazing month for making a business connection and that you're gonna have this opportunity presented to you just handed to you almost and I make jewelry so I was like okay it has to do with jewelry like that's it like maybe I'm gonna do something with my boss like wow like I had no idea but 
These were just things in the back of my head as I went into this festival. And from the very beginning, amazing, amazing energy. Just everyone that was with me, just everyone just seemed to align. They all had the same energy. They are doing more. They had something that they went through that they were working through and that they were just bettering themselves. And then I started my solo adventure and I knew that one day out of this festival I was going to take acid and life was going to lead me where I needed to be. And I didn't know when I was gonna do it, honestly. I didn't even really plan to do it. I didn't buy anything beforehand. I just knew if I was going to do it, like the opportunity would present itself. And I was honestly scared to do it alone. So I almost didn't do it because it's like, I don't know what's, I don't know. But throughout the weekend, there was just a little moment. So I met this guy online and he was super cool. He was one of the DJs' managers or best friends or something like that. And he was like, do you want to come backstage? Like, I'll introduce you to Sullivan King. Like, you guys, you can be backstage. You can do all of this. And I was like, fuck yeah. Who wouldn't want to do that? And then I was like, okay, well, I now have this opportunity to learn more about the production side of music and meet these people who have changed so many people's lives and are in positions that I want to be in. So I was like, of course, I'm going to jump on this. But I didn't know that while I was backstage being so, I was so uncomfortable. Like I was with all these people, successful people who have made tons of money, who have made a career for themselves. I was just kind of there. I was in my cute little rave outfit and I didn't really know like anyone but as I was there, this, this girl just kind of came up, and she was the sweetest thing ever. Her, her name was Chelsea. What a sweetheart. And as we were backstage, Sullivan King just went on. She ran up the steps, and she just came over, and she was like, oh, my God, like, I finally made it. Like, I'm so excited. And me and her bonded so well. Like, she was like, do you think I can use this rail to headbang? And I was like, let's do it. Like, no one's going to stop us. So we really bonded over that, and... She said that she was going to be around. Maybe I'll see her again. I had no idea. But later that night, I went back to my tent, and I was just, wow. That girl left an impact on me. Like She didn't even do anything other than just be there with me, but she left an impact on me. So the next morning, I texted her, and I was like, hey, like, are you around? Like, I would love to see you again. And I was already heading out into the festival. I was going to go explore. I had all these plans to paint, go see the set, like, whatever. And she texted me. She was like, yeah, I'm at yoga. And I was like, they have fucking yoga? So I was like, fuck my plans. Like, I'm going to meet this girl again. We're going to go do yoga. And I met her. It was just so sweet. And I was like, this is where I'm going to do acid. I had someone be like, hey, here's some, here, here you go. Like, whatever. Like, I brought it with me just in case the opportunity presented itself. And I was just in such a good headspace. I was like, wow what are the chances I meet this girl again? And like, we're just hanging out. So I was like, okay, I'm doing my acid. This is where my journey starts. And we walk over Boogie Trio. So I started my day off. We went to yoga. I walked over to Boogie Trio with her. We got island noodles. If you guys don't know what island noodles are, you are missing out. Go get yourself some fucking island noodles. But we ended up laying in this hammock and just kind of talking bullshit for a while. We got some super cute pictures. And we went and saw the beginning of the set. And I was like, it's time for me to go off. I was just following the vibes. I was being led to go somewhere else. So I sat down. I reassessed myself. And I was like, where am I being called to? And I just started walking around. I I went to a set. I met a girl, she gave me something super cool, and then I just kept doing that for a few hours. I'd go to different sites, go check out certain things, meet some cool people along the way, and if you guys have ever been to a festival, like, you buy things there, like, they have such an amazing venue booth, and I had seen this tapestry, and it had an owl and a cheetah, and I was like, wow, like, I have a cheetah, like, that's a pretty cool tapestry but it's yellow and I do not like the color yellow. Like it's not my favorite color, but I was drawn to it. So I was like, that's cool. Maybe, maybe I'll buy that at the end of the weekend. 
So again, I just go back, I sit down for another minute and I'm just like, follow the vibes, where am I going? And as I'm leaving where I'm sitting, I see this guy. And this day I was wearing an orange cheetah print top and this guy was wearing, honestly, he was decked out in cheetah print. He had a stash, he had the ears, he had fucking everything. So I go up to him, I'm like, wow, we're matching, dude. And he starts throwing these cat pickup lines at me. He was like, you're perfect. And like, what do you call a mountain that is about to topple over? And I don't even remember. Like, honestly, it's just stupid ass little jokes. I remember asking him, I was like, do you look these up? Like, who are you? And I just kept walking with him. He eventually led me to the Spender booth. And it's actually, you guys probably know of it. It's so he was like, Can I can I take you on a little adventure? And I was like, Yes, but I don't buy I don't buy things when I'm in this state of mind. Like I would love to follow you, but I'm not buying anything. And he was like, That's okay, just come along. And he just stops talking and he leads me over to this booth. And he stops right in front of this tapestry I had seen earlier. And he didn't say anything, he just looked at me and I just looked at him and I took a moment and I'm like, how did you know that was the one that I saw? How did you know? And he said something along the lines of, the energy just was there. It was the energy. So I'm like, wow, okay. Now I guess I'll take a look at your ears. And he goes over to the ears and he's like, I think this pair is perfect for you. Perfect. And he puts them on me and he's like, go take a look in the mirror. And they were adorable, guys. Like, it was exactly what I needed to complete my outfit. And, like, I love them. And he's like, just take a picture in them, just sit with them for a moment. And then he's like, what do you know about pinky promises? And then he asked me if I'm a genuine person. I was like, I think I'm the most genuine person I know. I don't do people wrong. I always have pure intentions. He was like, you can borrow those ears, but you need to come back eventually. And with that, I went off. I went back to camp. I sat down with Karina. I was like, Karina, what the fuck just happened? And I go on with my night and just hanging out. I'm just like, wow, like what a wild experience. So that, that night, Saturday night, it was Grizz, and I was fucking so excited for Grizz. I was going to get on rail. I had plans to meet up with these certain people that I met, and I'm just like super excited. But I was like, before I do anything, I have to go give these ears back. So I show up to the booth, and he's talking with these people, but he, he spotted me from the corner of his eye. And right away, he's like, you're back. And he was like, you came back. You can have the ears and I was like, oh my God. And then he reached in his bag and he was like, I don't think I've ever met someone like you. Like you, the energy that you have is just different. And he pulled out this coin and it's a shipwreck coin from St. Augustine. Like those little, like, I don't know what they're called, but they're just the coins from St. Augustine that you can find in the water. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to turn this into a pendant. Like I make jewelry. Like I'm going to make this into a dope ass pendant. And then he was like, you make jewelry? And he started telling me this vision he has for a pair of ears. He's like, it has this copper wire, it has this prism, it has these lights going up and down. And he's just like, meanwhile, I'm tripping balls. He's just like putting this image in my head and I'm like, I'm going to make those. I was like, I'm literally going to make those. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, if you can make it happen, come back to me and we will figure it out. So that's what I did. I was like, I'm doing this. And then meanwhile, I so many more little things happened. Like I had this conversation with this guy about the masculine and the feminine energy. And it was so clear to me in that moment that I am the divine feminine, that there are people in line with their masculine and their feminine And it is so clear when you meet those people. If you know what to look for, it's just like, wow. Like, you are so in line with that. And I had that talk with another guy, and it was just, these things just kept aligning and aligning and aligning. So I go back home that night, and I'm just like, wow. 
like what is the coincidence that like these things that I had been thinking about for years now like I've been trying to dive deep into my feminine side for a few years now there was a moment in my life where my ex told me that I'm the furthest thing from feminine he could not see me having children he could not see me being a mom or wearing dresses first off like what a shitty thing to say but that got me so self-conscious and I'm I had to rewire my brain to become feminine and I had to dive deeper into my feminine energy and give myself a safe place to release that and now all of a sudden I'm completely showing my feminine side and now I have these masculine energies that are so complete and their masculines just showing themselves to me as well and that was a manifestation that probably took three years of consistent work consistent thought of how am I going to make my place a safe place how am I going to nurture myself how am I going to hold my standards to become the best feminine I could be but I went home and I just thought about all these things and when I woke up the next morning it was LS Dreams light code set which if you don't know what that is it's a sound bath meditation and you pretty much just there's probably a thousand two thousand three thousand I honestly have no many how many people were at this festival but this whole tent was completely covered with people and I, I sat down I, I just sat down my my yoga mat and I just sat there and then he was like we're waiting for people let me just set the intention for this meditation and he started talking about how grateful he was that he was able to be that and that he was able to give a place for people to just resonate and be a part of something that is so pure and so eye-opening and right then and there I started crying like this whole set I was bawling my eyes out and I worked through so many things that I had no idea I like I was not trying to heal I was not trying to deal with anything I just went to be a part of it but during that set not only did I forgive my past self for the things that I went through and the things I put myself through but at one point I was just laying there I had completely turned off my mind not a single thought in my head for a good five to ten minutes just laying there with my eyes closed all of a sudden I get this burst of like white light and if any of you guys have ever looked into opening your third eye you know that you need to sit there and meditate and that you need to focus all of your energy into your third eye chakra and that eventually you're gonna have a burst of white light and I completely believe in that moment my third eye opened and I started envisioning my future like things just started coming in I could physically see the ears I'm making like it gave me a perfect detailed 3d description of these ears and then it showed me the connections I had made previously there was just one girl I ran into for a quick second but I was drawn to her energy she showed up in that vision and we were doing something and it, it didn't show me what we were doing or why but she was there And then there was another thing and another thing. I'm like, I am so aligned with my future. I can physically see everything that is about to happen to me. And by the end of it, I open my eyes. I turn over to Karina and I just, I hug her and we're just having a really deep moment. And she's crying and I'm crying and we're just together. And she said... For the first time in six months, I'm ready to live again. And I'm getting goosebumps, guys. Because I know, honestly, you guys have probably been in that point too. Where you're not ready to continue your life. You have nothing to live for. You have nowhere to go. You have nothing to stand for. And hearing someone who was ready to die say that they're ready to start living again... And I got to witness and I got to be a part of that completely changed my life completely changed my life 
So I go back to my tent and me and Karina, we got really deep. We, we just spoke about anything and everything for hours. And it was at this point of the festival where I realized who my enemy was. And I opened up to Karina. I was like, I did not think you liked me. I thought you hated me. And then we started talking about my podcast and how she's trying to find her purpose. And apparently her purpose is fucking social media marketing, becoming a brander, helping smaller people build a brand. I'm like, girl, I've known you for eight to 10 months now and I'm just now finding out that you have a degree not only in psychology, but marketing. And it was just like, everything's aligning. Everything that I had heard and that I was looking for, it came to be. So now I have this really cool business opportunity with this guy who makes cat ears. I have a best friend who I thought hated me who's going to help me build my empire. There's just so many things that started clicking and aligning. And I I had so many things to pursue. And then there was a moment where I was by myself again and I was just sitting and I was like, I manifested this. I became the girl. I went from the sad girl who at my first festival, I could not dance. I did not know how to make friends. I was jealous of the girls I was with. I had a toxic boyfriend who wouldn't like open up to me. I was so secluded and I just was so sad. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, why do people even come to festivals? Like, this is fucking lame. Like, there's no one to talk to. And then... It clicked that I became the reason, like I became the girls that I saw. I became the girls I was with. And there were so many moments in my life where I realized like, I created an alter ego for myself and I called her babe. And if you guys see me out in public, like I wear candy that says babe, like I have a lot of things that say babe. Because when I dove into that alter ego of me, it wasn't me. I was no longer the scared, shy, like intimidating girl who couldn't dance. I became the hot, seductive babe who just drew people in. And at some point along that journey, probably at least a year ago now, I actually became her. I became my alter ego and the old me had died. And that was something I had to grieve this weekend. I had to grieve that I'm no longer the same person I am. That I have overcome every little thing that I thought would kill me. And I have no idea how I did it. But day by day, step by step, I got better. And I started embodying who I wanted to be. When you first start manifesting... I want you to do it as much as you can. I want you to just... It can be the small shit, dude. If you don't like how you look, if you don't like where you live, if you don't like your friends, if you want a cat, if you want a dog, if you want something, literally just think about it all day, every day. Envision yourself having it. Think about having it. Feel how you're going to... like Feel how you want to feel with that thing. And be ready to be patient. Patience is a learned behavior. I also had a moment of that where I was just, people were sitting on the ground on these couches and I was like, why the fuck are these people on the ground? Like, do you not understand what's going on? And I had to remind myself that not everyone was raised the same way I was. Not everyone had people to lead them. Not everyone had this thing with inside them. Like, and I, I remember like at one point during the night, my friend leaned over to me And he was like, I think you're really having some growth right now. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you're being patient. And I resonated with that because I've never been a patient person. I've always been quick, quick, quick. You can't do it fast. Let me take over and do it. But it was in that moment I realized like, wow, I've become so patient. And I've been able to teach myself to have gratitude for the journey and gratitude 
for the experiences that take a long time. Because when things are just given to you, you're not going to respect them. You're not going to be happy with them because you didn't have to put in that work. You didn't have to sit with it. You didn't have to experience what you're going through. It was just given to you. And the moment you start to realize that everything has a purpose and that you had to deal with yourself for that reason and that you had to experience that situation, it gives you so much more value to it. You can look back in two to five years and be like, wow, I became this because of what that person put me through. I became this because of instead of being angry, I went into solitude and I became patient. I was understanding. I was empathetic. And that's what it comes down to, guys. When you start to create the best version of yourself, you have to stop allowing the old thoughts to come in. The term self-limiting has been showing up a lot lately in my life. And I read something the other day. It is about the emotions in your body. So when you're angry, it's usually you're not angry because of something that happened. You're angry because of the way you feel. And it could be because someone did something, whatever. And so I was looking, I was talking to someone the other day and I was talking about something I heard online and it was the emotions inside of you are not you. The only emotions that you are physically all the time are happiness, joy, positivity, love, light, like that's you. And it's the things that happen to you that make you angry, sad, frustrated, disgruntled. Like, then this guy I was talking to sent me this chart. And the chart pretty much explains... So the chart explains your frequency levels. And when you're vibrating at the highest frequency, you're going to have enlightenment. You're going to have peace. You're going to have joy. You're going to have love. You're going to have reason. And then it starts to go down. And on the lowest tier of the level, you have shame. You have guilt. You have grief. You have fear. You have desire. And the goal is to be at the highest level of frequencies so that you could just so you can be, so your view of life as it is, like it just is. And when you're at the very bottom, your life is miserable, your life is hopeless, you feel lost, you're scared. And in order to get to the enlightenment vibration, you need to understand that you're always gonna have both of these things inside of you. And for me right now, I'm really struggling with fear and courage. So those two, it's a balance of it. Because the fear inside of you is what's holding you back. It's the thing inside of you that's telling you you can't do it, that they're going to judge you, that you're going to fail. And you need to see that courage inside of you. You need to understand that courage needs to be stronger than the fear. That the courage inside of you needs to be your main emotion you need to make that your emotion yes you can still have fear it doesn't have to be one thing you can feel multiple things at a time yes I'm scared and I'm still gonna do it yes I'm sad and I'm still super excited for my future there's no, there's no buts. It's always and. Two things are allowed to exist as, as one. And it's when you start to really comprehend that it's not ever going to be black and white. That your life is full of dimensions and layers on top of layers on top of layers. And it's up to you to peel back those layers and expose the ones that you're looking for. Once you can see that, you're going to start to align a lot better. You're going to find your tribe. You're going to find your vibe. You're going to become a part of something so much bigger. Everything's just going to click inside of you. And the moment it does, 
I hope you realize it. Do not let these distractions distract you. Do not let the things that are not meant for you lead you away from your life path. You are on this journey for a reason. There is a bigger purpose to you. It's up to you to find it. And when you stop listening to yourself and you start listening to other people, other things, and start getting into a state of lacking and a state of wanting more and desire and materialistic things, that's when you self-sabotage. You need to sit with yourself and really dive deep into what is it I'm manifesting? What do I want to manifest? Where is my life going? Because once that happens, once you become so clear on the person you want to become, then you can trust yourself. That's a big thing about manifesting. Trust that you're bringing the right things into your life that are going to take you to the right place. And you can never make a wrong choice. There's never any mistakes. There's no accidents. There's never anything that's going to hinder you. It's always going to be an experience. It's going to be a lesson. It might be something that you have to repeat over and over and over again until you learn that lesson. I witnessed that with a few of my friends this week and I'm just like, why are you going back to this situation? And it's because they haven't learned the lesson. They need to continue to be this way until they can see what's really going on. And they have that choice. You have that choice. If someone's asking you to do something, but in your in your heart, in your tummy, you have this feeling that it's not for you, listen, because you know you best. You know exactly what you want. You know exactly how you're going to get it. And there's going to be distractions, guys. There's going to be so many distractions. And it's a lot easier to learn the first time than to spend years repeating cycles. I spoke to this person last night and he's 45. And he didn't start his journey until 38. And he said he wished he could go back and see that he didn't have to keep living the way he did, that he didn't have to go through these cycles again, go through these relationships, go through these jobs, and repeat the same thing over and over again. Because he knew the whole time what he wanted. He was just chasing something materialistic. He was chasing the dream car. He was chasing the dream wife. He was chasing whatever. And it never made him happy. He had so much money, but he could never keep it because he was afraid of losing it. He could not hold on to anything because he was afraid of losing it. And when you release things, if they're meant for you, they will always come back. They will always come back if they're meant for you. You will always have the money you need if you believe that. If you do good, if you give people things, if you share things, you're always going to get that back. It's just a matter of time. Again, it's that patience. You have to build that patience and just trust yourself that whatever it is, is going to come back to you 10 times more powerful. Everything is for a bigger purpose. Every little thing in your life. Right now, I'm going through a situation and this person that is close to me I I didn't necessarily share my podcast with her in specific but it was shown to her and I love that because I love that you guys are sharing my work I'm very proud of it thank you so much for being a voice for me and just I love you guys but this person was shown my podcast and the person showing her loved it she was like wow like this is an amazing person she showed some more people that all the feedback was amazing but this one person was like she sounds sad she sounds depressed turn that shit off and my first response if I'm honest I was like it's time for me to go this is not for me and I had to sit with myself I really had to sit with myself I've spoken to a few people about this and I've concluded that This is a challenge that I'm going to have to work through. This is an opportunity for me. So she thinks this about mental health, spirituality, and the things I'm doing. 
that's okay for her to think. Everyone is completely open to their own opinions. It does not affect what I'm going to do with my life. It does not affect what you're going to do with your life. But it is your responsibility to change the reactions that you want to have. So instead of me wanting to run away and leave and go somewhere where I'm more respected, somewhere that I'm wanted, I've decided I'm going to challenge her, that I'm going to ask her, why do you think that? What's going on? Have you ever dug deep inside yourself? Why do you feel this way? Because I can almost guarantee you guys that there is something going on with this lady where she is envious she is sad there is something that she did not get to accomplish in her life and now she's trying to drag others down with her because of it and i'm honestly very excited this is going to be my first opportunity to firsthand witness the power i have inside of me to change someone's life and it's going to be hard it's going to be uncomfortable but like i've said before we gotta get comfortable with being uncomfortable You have to just go for it. You have to just push yourself to work through what you don't want to do. I really don't want to do this with this lady. Honestly, I could care less if this lady changes her point of view. But it's a challenge for me to become something more. It's a challenge for me to really show who I am and to give insight about this lifestyle and to maybe change this woman's life. Maybe she's going to go on and do something that she's wanted to do for 50 years. So the takeaway of this episode, guys, manifestation is one of the most powerful tools you can use when you start your journey. And just do it. You don't. There's no wrong way to do it. There's no right way to do it. Just start believing that you can have what you want. Start envisioning it. Think about it daily, feel it, sit with it, talk about it. Everything that you do, make it about the things you want. So let's go ahead and start with our affirmations, guys. Again, we always start with I am because you are, you are becoming, therefore I am. So lean into it, really embrace whatever it is you feel like you need to uh, affirm. So I am manifesting the life of my dreams. I am manifesting the connections I want in my life. I am manifesting the businesses that align with my purpose. I am manifesting my dream job. I am manifesting my dream relationship. I am manifesting every little detail in my life down to the color of my car and the smell of my house i am beautiful i am healthy i am wealthy i am wise i am happy i am so much more powerful than i have ever thought i could be i am so grateful for the things that have come into my life I am open to receiving my manifestations. I am open to giving. I am open to loving. I am loving. I am everything I could ever want to be. I am filled with joy and positive energy and good vibrations. Thank you. I love you. I can't wait to speak to you guys again. I hope you guys know how powerful you are and that you are making a difference. Good night.